premium beat. Hey there, listen. Have you found yourself in a situation where you had an event all planned out and but at the end the whole thing falls apart? But looking at it from retrospect, you find out that it wasn't all that bad, you know, that something premium actually good came out of it. What explains this kind of situations that we usually witness in our lives? Why is it that when we look at some catastrophic events that happened in the past, we look at it from hindsight, we still glean huge lessons and we still find out that there are huge profits that actually came out of it. Is this actually how life is patterned or is it a function of our mindsets? Why is it that sometimes when you look at nature, you find out that some parts of nature appear to be disordered, whereas when you look at it from different perspective it appears to be very much ordered so how could we explain these two opposites that we see Premium in life .com. on the show today the story of the presence of chaos and order in nature how it balances the two elements and the key principles you can glean from it to balance your life thanks for joining me i'm augustus chuka and this is the inspiration digest This is Inspiration Digest. Each week, I bring to you tips and digests about the principles of nature and life, guiding you on how to observe reality and understand how the principles you need to guide your life are locked behind everything around you. In the air you breathe, the light you see, the seats, table, water, clothes, trees, birds, whatever you can think of. With wisdom from around the world, you are able to distill the principles to guide your life and live a more authentic and life. I am Augustus Chico. Join me as I take you on this amazing journey of distilling the deep principles of authentic living. Welcome on board. About 13.5 billion years ago, an extraordinary event occurred. Matter, energy, time and space came into being in what is known today as the Big Bang. They formed what is called the Universe. The story of these fundamental features of our universe is called physics. The branch of science coincides with the nature and properties of matter and energy. About 300,000 years after their appearance, Matter and energy started to form into complex structures called atoms, which then combined into molecules. The story of atoms, molecules, and their interactions is called chemistry. Now, in, in physics, there is a branch that actually studies small things, and it's called quantum physics. It's actually the description of the smallest things in the universe. If you zoom it down to molecules, atoms, and the things atoms are actually made up of, to, to the scale of subatomic particles like the neutrons, the, the protons, the electrons, and how they work and interact with light. 
So in the 1900s, the German physicist Max Planck came up with a scientific story called the quantum theory. The theory actually states that certain properties occur only in discrete amounts. So the idea basically is that energy, such as light, is actually made up of small separate units of energy. And you know, the interesting thing about quantum physics is that it is actually like the, the fundamental rules or principles of our universe, and yet the things that happen at this very level appear to be very strange to us. Another interesting sub-branch of quantum physics, which I presume you've heard about, is quantum mechanics. It actually focuses on matter at the atomic level. It deals with the mathematical description of motion and the interaction of subatomic particles. And one of the major incorporating concepts of quantum mechanics is the theory known as the uncertainty principle. This theory was put forward, it was articulated by the German physicist Werner Heisenberg in 1927. It basically states that the position and velocity of an object cannot both be measured exactly at the same time, even in theory. According to Heisenberg's scientific story, the exact position and momentum of an electron cannot be simultaneously determined. This is because electrons simply don't have a definite position and direction of motion at the same time. For the uncertainty principle, everything in the universe behaves both like a wave and a particle at the same time. The implication of quantum theory and the uncertainty principle is that one certainly cannot predict future events exactly if one cannot even measure the present state of the universe precisely. So it is this kind of position that informed the notion in physics that at the core of reality, the basic principle at work is randomness. From the Big Bang to the particles that coalesced into forming the universe down to Earth, even to the species on Earth down to man, the principle at work is randomness, which implies uncertainty, lack of definiteness and direction. You know, and if you like, lack of order, or even chaos. However, this appears to be counterintuitive because what we see in nature most times tends to depart from this common notion in physics. You now, take for example, the observation in nature is that there is some form of regularity, some form of order. You now, we understand that there is day and night, there are seasons of weather, there is a certain amount of oxygen that is needed for your heart to pump blood and to function properly. And a certain amount is actually also needed for the brain to function properly. You know, the human biology is ordered. However, at the same time, there are cases of momentary disorder. You know, a flip of happenstance could see a wildfire destroying a whole village. And all of a sudden, a tornado could hit and you know, start off something unexpected destroying millions of lives and properties. A genetic mutation could occur out of no informed cause and give rise to a terrible sickness in a person's body or even cause an epidemic leading to a public health issue. A loved one could die unexpectedly. You could lose your job. You, you, you could witness a breakup unexpectedly. And so even in the ordered nature, 
in the ordered world that we live. There is also a mix of chaos and disorder. So if you look closely, what we are actually dealing with is a mixture of chaos and order in the universe, in reality, and the very nature that we operate in. Every day we wake up to face the day, a week, a month, the year that we have no clue as to what it actually holds for us. And so how do we actually manage, how do we manage the apparent chaos in our lives in a world mixed with order and disorder, in a world mixed with randomness and regularity? What principles could we apply in order to take care of this situation? So let's get back to nature to see how it actually balances these two phenomenons in it. The principles of nature in the face of order and chaos in the face of fate and chance. The first thing to understand is that nature is ever-present, in the moment. The fire burns, the wind blows, the vehicle erupts, and it keeps erupting until it has emptied itself out. It doesn't worry about the past or the future, nor the atoms that collide and produce their effect. Do not worry about the position of the atom. So whether or not we understand the position or velocity of a particle, the particle, as far as it exists, it continues in its natural disposition, which is constant movement. So don't live your life in the past or only in the future. Living in the past causes depression. Living only in the future causes anxiety. Living in the present gives you peace. Our future is waiting in one moment one experience at a time. Use this moment to the fullest. When you live only in the past or in the future, what you do is that you surrender your power to create. You surrender your power to live. Another principle in nature is that nature maintains its basic natural disposition, which is movement. The tendency towards growth and evolution. When nature evolves, it doesn't devolve. In nature, there is a constant surge towards growth. In nature, there is no lack of growth. Inactivity in nature results in stasis. Stasis simply means death. It has been said time and time again that the greatest characteristic, one of the greatest characteristics of successful people is consistency. You've got to develop the capacity, the ability to be consistent in whatever you're doing. When you hit rock bottom, you must continue to grow. You must develop a growth mindset that will help you to consistently push against the challenges and the obstacles that you meet in life. Of all the things in nature, perhaps water teaches us this lesson in a better way. The notion of water is central in Taoism. Best is like water, wrote Laozi, the philosopher and author of Tao Tzu Xin. It benefits all things and doesn't compete with them. The power and properties of water contain profound lessons. Water shows superiority of weakness over strength. Lousy wrote, Water is fluid, soft and yielding. But water will wear away rock which is rigid and cannot yield. The Taoist model reveals five personality traits we can nurture by recognizing the power of water. The first is altruism. 
second is modesty and humility. The third is flexibility. The fourth is transparency and honesty. And the fifth, most important, is perseverance. Water shows how the softest thing can actually overcome the hardest thing in the world. Although water is soft, the force is powerful. Water, though soft, can overcome and penetrate mountain and earth. And so the takeaway is that water cuts through rocks and mountains not because of its strength, but because of its slow and steady persistence. The most important thing in life is not the obstacles that come against you or the challenges that you face, but the attitude that you develop when these challenges arise. The persistence, the consistency, the endurance, the grits, these are what matter. And so to be successful in life, you have to learn from nature, learn from the principles that water exemplifies. To maintain a natural disposition of constant movement, exemplify through a growth mindset. This is what will guarantee you success in life. The final principle of nature that we'll be looking at on this episode is change and adaptation. If you look at nature, you will find out that nature bears in itself the greatest characteristics of change. In nature, you find the greatest character of change and adaptation. Was the Greek philosopher Heraclitus the one said that the only thing constant in nature is change and that everything is in perpetual flux. And it cannot step into the same water twice because it is always changing. So the lesson to take away from here is that basically nature is in a constant state of flux, always changing always metamorphosing into new things, into new species, into new characters. So what this means for us is that whatever situation you find yourself, we should have kind of a, mi a mindset that adapts to change. There is no room for a closed mindset. There is no room for a fixed mindset. And there is no room for a fixed attitude or behavior. We should always respond to our environment. So this goes to show that our ability to adapt to any given environment gives us the urge to succeed. The human being is the greatest and the most sophisticated adaptation machine in the whole universe. My reason for saying this is that at birth, every human being has the characteristics, has the capacity of language, of character, practically the capacity to really adapt to any situation that it finds itself. And we do not come into the world bearing in us a specific skill or behavior or attitude. Now granted, we have um, our genetic markers that you know, tends to give us some kind of inclination towards a particular thing or not. But generally, we have the ability to adapt to any situation. And so there's no need to think that you cannot learn a particular talent or the other. The measure of intelligence is the ability to change. Those who change their minds can change anything. Having a fixed mindset is putting yourself in the box, is limiting your potentials. If you look at the evolutionary history of humanity and of the species on earth, you'll find out that the most adaptive are those who have survived and those who have procreated and have retained their position on the planet. For you to survive in life, you have to develop the capacity and the ability to be shapeless, 
to be formless. You must be shapeless and formless like water in order to triumph. This gives you the ability to adapt to any situation that you find yourself and the capacity to lean in in every situation and come out the best. Gives you the ability to learn from every situation. Gives you the ability to develop the grit that is needed in order to stay focused on what you want and to stay true to what you want and get it. The key to learning the character of adaptation is your ability to learn, unlearn and relearn. You know, it is always talked about, it's always mentioned, it's become like a common phrase in this age of ours that is characterized with rapid technological disruptions. That you have to learn the ability to learn, unlearn and relearn. This gives you the ability to maintain relevance, to fix yourself in every situation that you find yourself. So when you start behaving like nature and start adapting to situations, not having a closed mindset towards change, but embracing change and metamorphosing with it, transforming yourself within the change, becoming part of the change and letting the change permeate through you, you become the change and the change becomes you. By developing this ability to mingle with the change, you will be able to steer the change towards the right direction. It's only when you have developed this ability that you will be able to survive. Because in nature, it is those that are able to adapt that will pass on their genes to their offspring and that will survive. And if you look closely to the three principles of nature that we mentioned in this episode, which are that nature is ever-present and that it maintains a basic natural disposition and that it is characterized by constant change and is always adaptive. We will show that, that there are some underpinning traits that runs alongside all these principles. Traits that could be useful to you in understanding and appreciating more these principles of nature. Want to hear more about these traits? Join me in the next episode of the Inspiration Digest. But I'll be talking about these traits and all the principles of nature that helps it in balancing chaos and order. A very big thanks for listening to this episode of the Inspiration Digest. I hope you did enjoy it. Be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Teacher, and Podbean. And please don't forget to give us a review of what you think about this show, as this helps me in improving the quality of the content I bring to you. I'm Augustus Chuku. Once again, thanks for listening.